Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Carter's been up the old Kellen clan. And there's a Ray Fletcher Carabas of the other Carabas. And we are Real Talk, Midwest Muscle in your eardrum, your earlobe, whatever. You're listening to something, so I know you're doing with us. Welcome, and we are part of one big family. And if you are an athlete and are looking for a vehicle and a solid foundation to drive your goals like what does right? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Chocolate, of course. Uh, uh, and snickerdoodle, <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. Of course. And we say snickerdoodle first because we celebrated our friendversary with uh, JB. So I get to uh, stand on the mountaintop this time. Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Maybe not so much. But either way, we're still Maybe here. Maybe not much. <laughs> well, anywho, anywho, <laughs> I just want to say we have a great momentous weekend coming up, and it's also part of what we're going to be talking about, which is amazing in itself, and I'm sure that you're kind of a little envious or maybe just a might, a might jealous of what's coming up because of the grand prize. I'll let you say that part because it's, that's phenomenal. I've just I've heard of $10,000 payouts. I've heard of big $20,000 payouts but not for one category. So I'll let you lead into what's so big about this show and why it's becoming so much. I mean, like, it, this is a paradigm shift, and I'll let you take it from me. Oh, my goodness. What was that? <laughs> oh, Caleb Patterson, five years into it, and I'm still entertained. It's it's good stuff. It is good stuff. And, you know, I I – if I were a jealous type of person, I definitely would be jealous. It, I mean, and it, all I can say is it's about darn time. It is about darn time. And what I'm talking about is what Kaylin Patterson has alluded to, and that is the $5,000 payout. Five. That, oh, I'm sorry, 10. Thank you. <laughs> But even $5,000 would have been something because I haven't even seen that for the bikini category. But let's double that. Let's make it 10 and it's the $10,000 payout for the pro bikini champion of the Minnesota Mayhem. So to put that in perspective, and I, you know, Kaylin, I've got to go back and do my homework and figure out where the sponsorship of this cash prize came from. I'm not sure if I've quite seen it all. But to put everything in perspective, there's going to be a $20,000 payout to the pro winners at the Minnesota Mayhem, 20000 total, and 10000 of that is going to the bikini champion. Can you imagine? Wow. I, I mean, I we don't have to be here anymore because this is it. This is real, and it's happening this weekend. Yes. And we're we're blessed. Honestly, we are blessed because we're going to be a part of it, not competing in it, 
I'm getting super excited for us. I, I know you guys are just ready to sit there and give us the kudos and congrats, but no. Uh, we are basically going to be on the judging panel, and there's some top-notch bikini competitors that are out of this world. And the only thing I can liken this to, and and that's back to the Cronus, and that's when some guy had come up with an idea to make a really big payout to get all the top natural bodybuilding athletes together. And he did a great job of doing that with marketing. The only problem, he was a very shady character, and he almost ensured that it would never happen again. Uh, Leaf has handled himself much, much better than this gentleman. And he's also been doing it for a duration of time that keeps it uh, showing that he's been consistent in taking care of the athletes and he's been paying out the money, unlike the, the fellow who had done, I just uh, previously called. So this is it's, it's so big. I, I'm really excited, but I'm like you, Des, because I've never seen it. I don't know, you know, it's like I don't even know if it's real. It's almost like a dream. It's almost like we're still in a dream and everybody's still, you know, in, having that good sleeping time. What in the world is going on over there, Des? Are you okay? It's not on my end, my dear. I hear all the paper shuffling and scratching on your end. I just keep hearing a zzz, zzz. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I I wish I could tell you something differently, but I'm just sitting here, you know, thinking I'm about. Uh, Is that your laptop or something? That one you heard. That one you heard. That one was a notification of a message. But the other stuff, I don't know what you got going on. I think okay. you're listening hard. You're making stuff up right now. No, no, I think somebody's tapping our phones because we're so hot. <laughs> Ooh, they just don't know. They just don't know what's going on when it's time for real talk with Desiree and Kaylin. They just don't know. I they tell know. you what, they don't know. They don't know. And, you know, sometimes I don't even know, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. We're, just here. We're just here living our best life. That's all I can say. Right. You know? We're just living a dream, and, man. Just a dream. The, I, I can definitely say one thing for sure. The Midwest is most certainly going to be represented at the the Mayhem, and I'm very proud of that. Well, we've got some people I know in the bikini class alone, but also, you know, the other categories are going to be well represented from the Midwest. So, you know, shows like this are going to bring out the big names. So I wish my camera was up and running because I would love to have some great photo ops from this, I'm praying that Jack Howardson will have a chance to make it up there because I know he's got beautiful angles and he really knows how to capture the best in the athletes. Des, you can speak from personal experience as well. And he's had yep. some phenomenal shots in, in, in the past. So if he can make it up there, we're going to be spoiled rotten with the photos that come from there as well as the, uh, you know, the, the professional photographer that's going to be there taking pictures of the athletes, but I'm speaking more to the yeah. backstage, to the uh, to all the other places that the, uh, the photographer can't be at once. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, I, I just, you know, $10,000, like you said, it, it, it's, been, it's been a long time coming, and I think about the Sam Cooke song, but a change 
is going to come. Well, going to come. That's what the song said. So, you know, how are you feeling and how excited are you there to be there live knowing that you're going to be a part of history? I mean, I think it's super great. I think it's super great. I have not had the opportunity to travel the shows as much as I would like over the past couple of years. So this is going to be um, a lot of fun. And I, I'm going to reminisce for a second. You're talking about backstage photo, and Jack does a phenomenal job. Jack Halverson definitely has an eye. But there is a photog that um, I definitely miss that used to do some phenomenal backstage shooting and that is uh, Kevin Toby with Photog Gone Mad. He has yes. a style that uh, is far from traditional and just always seems to capture the essence of just everything that's going on. But he has since relocated, and we have not really seen him on the bodybuilding scene too much over the last several years. But, uh, you know, those those are some awesome photos from back in the day, too. So hopefully we do get I mean, the stage photos are great, but you really can't be a great backstage photo that just catches the energy of everything that goes on before the athlete gets on the stage. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, you know, uh, Kevin has one, and I had it uh, framed and made, and sadly I, I lost it because, you know, with my, my vehicle catching fire and burning everything up inside, that was one of them. And it, it's a, it was a beautiful photo. And basically he just caught me as I was leaving the venue. Well, leaving the yep. stage after interviewing everyone in the, in the back of the stage. And that he, he really, he sticks around. I, I think Kevin is one of those guys that loves the atmosphere and energy and the positive energy that's, you know, flowing through the, the athletes and the, the audience and everybody else. And I just remember, you know, as it was, you know, everything was going and he, he was still there. Like everybody had gone and he was still there just catching little nuances, uh, pictures and stuff like that. But then when you see what he does with all of that and how he just uh, brings it all together, it's really amazing. You know, how he saw that before he put all that together. And that's, that, that's, that's when you know you got a great photographer when he can piece it all together in his mind before we can visualize it in reality. And I, I think he's one of those gifted individuals. Um, you, you can't speak well. I mean, more of him because it almost sounds like we're we're almost drooling over him. And you know, for me, I am, but I don't know about you. But you know, it's just one of those things where we we have been so blessed, and I, I thank God that we don't uh, take it for granted all the things that happen and, and God puts in front of us that w- that we can share with everyone else. But it, it's definitely, you know, photographers like Jack and, and Kevin who basically make sure that, that we can share with others what we actually lived at, in that moment. No doubt. No doubt. You know, the only thing that would be better, I mean, I know we know some of the bikini cows that are going to be representative, but it would be nice if we had a list of athletes ahead of time Um, because it's always fun to kind of try and give your predictions. And and it's fun because you just never know how that peak week is treating those athletes. You know how they've done in the past. If they're consistent competitors, you've got a a history that you can kind of peg a bet on, can make or break anybody, and you just never quite know how it's going to go down. And uh, it would be fun to kind of make some predictions. But since we're on the judging panel, it would be totally inappropriate. Yes, it would. 
if I were just sitting in the stands, I would love I would love just to put some thought to it, especially at a show of this caliber and especially with $10,000 on the line for the Bikini Girls. I can't just – I am just so excited for that because, you know what, we have had shows in the past about the payout in equity for the bikini class, and this show is just blasting that pro class to the forefront, and it's like, bam. Payout inequity, not a thing anymore. Because, you know, you would see the bodybuilders, and granted, they, you know, would get whatever they were getting, thousands, couple thousand, maybe it was a thousand, and maybe the pro bikini winner would get like 200 or $300. And they still mm-hmm. want money, so I'm not devaluing that, but come on. You have yeah. a male athlete, and granted, he's a bodybuilder, so I get it. I, I get what the perception is. But those athletes at the pro level, they're still busting their butts. And you're going to give one $1,000 and another, you know, a couple hundred. And you know Bikini had just as many, if not more, representatives in that pro class than as the bodybuilders did. So it was kind of like a slap in the face. That's what it kind of got to be. And I know their promoters will say, well, the payout is dependent upon the number of athletes that compete. And I think that's the way it used to be, and maybe there are some promoters that still do it that way, but I think by um, by large, um, you know, they have gotten or are starting to move away from that, and they're just guaranteeing payouts, regardless of how yeah. many show up. But for this one, you better you better believe, or I'm at least anticipating a stack stage. Oh, yes. We're gonna have our our, our our work put out for us. I mean, like, and that's something to really be excited about as well. But I want to go back to what you were saying because to me, you know, when we were going to high school and they were talking about good business practices, one of the things they talked about that you're not supposed to do is the old bait and switch. And yeah. you know, when you're telling people there was going to be a payout, and then they get there and then you find out there's no payout. Not because they didn't show up, but because the standard had been set that hadn't been, you know, basically spoken about in the very beginning. And I, I think if that were the the, the understanding that many uh, athletes would not show up because they know, well, what's the point in going if everything that I'm going to do and do is all for naught? Because they're not, like you said, they're not amateurs. They're professionals, but they're being treated like amateurs, saying, you know, you won and that's it. So, you know, how are we going to do this? And if that's the thing going forward, then it is really a pro show if basically you're winning and stop right there. So, you know, we, we, we have to do better. Lisa's doing better. And I, I think uh, because of that, you know, things have had to step up and uh, promoters have had to step their game up because they're always saying what the athlete has to do, which is true. You know, you're supposed to bring your best and your A game and everything like yep. that. But yep. I think as yep. promoters and everyone else, they should have to do better and step their game up as well. Yep, agreed. Agreed. It's it's a two way street. And I'm glad you yeah. bring that up, Caleb, because you know, we're always they're always you know, promoters are talking about what the athletes need to do, but a lot of times athletes are always talking about what promoters need to do and it's both. Both need to yeah. do their part. The promoters need to put on a show worth competing at and the athletes need to prepare and show up and compete. You can't say, well, the promoters need, promoters need. Well, if there are no athletes, there are no promoters and vice versa. You know, it's not really a chicken and an egg thing. You both 
we both have to coexist. And if the athletes aren't going to do their part and prep, then the promoters have nothing to promote a show for. So exactly. you got to bring it. You got to bring it. You got to be ready and bring your A game because when athletes bring their A game, those are the shows that more athletes want to compete at. They don't want to yes. be mediocre. Or at least I don't want to be mediocre. But no. Maybe some are <laughs> maybe some are content with just, hey, I showed up and there were six athletes and that's okay. I still got a trophy. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think most athletes are not content with that scenario. They want to be where the champions are. They want to know that when they came, they had the opportunity to truly compete, not just show up yes. on stage and win by default, but they actually got out there and earned it. And, well, and you, you think about when, when we were at the Kansas City Classic and then when we went to the world, how excited. I mean, like, I think we got shushed a couple of times when the judges were, were doing the judging because, like, we were so elated with how well, you know, the top 10, 20 uh, guys on stage and, and, and men's physique, I'm going back to the men's physique at the world, where it was just so many that were looking their absolute best. And I was thinking, wow, you know, what a tough uh, lineup they had. And now we're stepping into that same scenario. Athletes love to compete. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, you, you get on stage because you, you like being out there, you know, seeing your, if your best is the best. And everyone asks that. You know, I, I remember when I was playing overseas how – you know, it, it was fine to, to win games and, and win championships, but there's always that one team that just had our number. And because of that, that's the team I'd always mark, no matter what, on the calendar because, yes, that's the one that was going to either make us improve or make us go back to the drawing board and realize that we had work to do. And I, I don't think anybody that's a true competitor that says, you know, it's all good, because we're be- basically beating mediocre teams. I- I've never <laughs> felt good about that. A win was a win. Again, you know, when you're playing professionally, you get paid for winning. That's that's nice. But when you go up against that top-notch competition, that's when you can step step out there and, you know, kind of bump your chest and, you know, get you got bragging rights. And, and I-, I just love that atmosphere. And when you can be in that environment, it's electric. And I, I-, I think it just transforms the whole venue the whole, you know, the whole ambiance, everything out there is just taken up 10 or 12 steps because it's so much energy. You can feel it all the way to the end of the last seat in, in the venue. Yeah. I, you know, and that's just, that I think um, captures that feeling so well. And I just had to, I had an experience once, and I'm just going to share this quickly. And I and decided to jump to the show and uh, called the promoter, how many do you have? This is when I was still uh, chasing a pro card. And, um, yep, yep, got enough to issue a pro card, this, that, next thing. There, there's only two of us on stage. Oh. Only two. And I was more ticked that there were only two versus then it was that, okay, so the chance for the pro card, okay, that's gone. But I was just more ticked that there weren't more people there whether the pro card would have been offered or not. So this wasn't one of those pro qualifiers where if you just show up, you get a pro card. Um, it's where 
you know, you have to have a minimum number, and then you have to win mm-hmm. your class, and you have to win the overall. And I was just so upset. I was so, and the thing that made me, I think, the most upset is that, and this is not bragging, but it was obvious that the other person on stage with me was not as well prepared. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what am, this isn't even fun. Why am I even here? <laughs> Why am I even here? Why yeah. am I even here? And so I, I definitely know that feeling when you show up to compete and you feel like, I can't. <laughs> and part of it is if you, I mean, I, I came in thinking that that's what I was going to get because I called ahead of time to see, and athletes, mm-hmm. you can do this. If there's anything wrong to find out, if you want to call the promoter and say, hey, what's your show looking like? How many, how many do you have in a class? They don't have to tell you who it is. You know, just say, hey, mm-hmm. we've got this number, da-da-da-da-da, okay, cool. You know, either you're going to sign up or you're not. Most are, if it's a quite a bit, you know, most are probably going to sign up and be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And if and if there's not that many, they might be like, okay, let me go ahead and jump in this and even this out a little bit and bring, you know, just kind of help the numbers along too because you have competitors that will do that as well, and I think that's way cool. Um, but I had the mindset that it was going to be a fuller stage. And it was not. Mm-hmm. So when it went, it was just kind of like crushing. So anyway, yeah, that's I, it. I, no, I, I get it. And and this this is the chance to rectify all of that. We we get to be a part of history. And I, I'm so thankful that we're going in that direction because it's so vital and it's so important. Um, what what I really enjoy is that it's happening in the Midwest <laughs> because. <laughs> You know, if anybody, if any region deserves it, it it's us. And you know, we we have top-notch athletes. Let's be honest. And and I'm I'm really excited that you know a venue like that, a, a show like this. Because let's be honest, the mayhem has already already been big. That that's not you know this this is not something that's you know a splash in the pan. He's been making nope. waves a lot. And uh, so it, it this if, if it had to be any show, I'm glad it was this one because it's been growing and growing. And I, I thank God that even in the time of Rona, it's still going to be big. And, and you know, we're, of course, there's going to be safety regulations, stuff like that. And I know people are always worried about that. And you, and you should be. But you should also understand that life goes on. And this is the best way for it to happen for healthy people to gather yep. and show that life is still happening. And and we can't yep. keep living in fear of that. But the Mayhem, yep. great venue, great show. And it's got the capacity and the spacing to make sure it's good for the audience as well as the people on stage. Yep. Yes, sir, free Bob. So anyway, I, I'm ready. And I hope you guys tune in. Do we know, Kaylin, are they going to live stream any portions of the show? Yes. People can choose. Yes, they are. Yes, ma'am. All right. So it'll be on the. Uh, I, I'll, I will share it to the the Midwest Muscle page because I don't want people writing this down wrong. It's going to be a great show. Uh, great judging panel. Uh, I'm. I'm. I know that you know Mike Superhuman Newman is going to be there, and uh, Morgan Byers. So you know it's going to be a well diverse group of of, of judges, and. Knowing the sport is, is good, but knowing what to look for as a judge is vital, not important, vital for a good show. Yeah. 
If there's we screw it up, the whole show is a bust. So it's it's not it's not fair to the athletes to have a great show, a great venue, great athletes, and a subpar judging panel. If you want to ruin a show and a reputation of a show in a hurry, do a really poor judging panel, meaning people have to get it right. And uh, so uh, athletes, if you're listening, God help you, you're going to get worked to death because we sure don't want to screw something up like this when you have that kind of payout on the line. So we're going to be, I mean, you're going to get worked. You're going to get worked. And I I know Dez is, is very passionate about bikini, because she has a heart in it. So it, it, if you look at her and she's frowning at you, you're probably doing something that you shouldn't. Or you might be doing something <laughs> against the athlete. You're going to freak him out. I may, just be, I may just be deep in judging mode trying to split hairs. That could be what that it is. Too. That too. That too. But I'm but just saying, I, you're not hypercritical. <laughs> But you do respect the sport in a way that ensures a, a, a good judging panel and a good judgment. Yes, I do respect that quite a bit. And I am anticipating. I am anticipating that we will have our work cut out for us and that they, uh, the athletes will be worked because, well, A, every athlete at every show should get their fair time on stage, no doubt. But I anticipate, I'm expecting the competition to be so close that we will have to split hairs. That's what I'm anticipating. Yeah. That's the caliber of competition that I am looking forward to. And I have no doubt that the mayhem can pull that. So, um, but don't, you know, if you're competing and you heard this and you see me looking dead at you and I'm, and I'm not smiling, for, well, A, I'll have a mask on, so you're really not going to know. <laughs> you're probably not going to know what I've got going on. So we'll I keep guess it maybe covered. One positive of wearing the mask is that athletes aren't going to be able to tell unless you can really smile or frown with your eyes, which is possible. I do. I possible. do. So you do. So I, I think you just need to work on smiling with your eyes regardless of what you're thinking, Kaylin. I'll work on that too. How about that? I'll do my best. <laughs> there we go. Freak, we don't want to freak them out on stage. We want, And half the time you can't even see the judges anyway because the lights are so bright. True. So. Very true. But sometimes you can. Sometimes well, you, you, you took the edge off of them, Dad, and now you're putting them back in the hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, because I I tend to look at the judges <laughs> when I'm competing on stage, and you can sometimes, most times, you have a hard time seeing them, but sometimes you can't. You can see what they're saying. You can see if they're looking, if they're writing. So, I mean. For anybody out there who has judged, who's wanting to be a judge, you know, just mind your P's and Q's because if the athletes can clearly make out what you're doing, they're going to be looking at you. So nothing more disheartening than a judge you feel is not paying attention at all. Yeah. Which should never happen. No. As, as long as there's an athlete on stage, the focus of the judge should be on the athletes on stage. Um, yeah. <clears throat> It, and and I, 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 you know how I feel about you know, where you say it's a subjective sport. Uh, we have our work, just like the promoters has expectations of what to give, just like the athletes has expectations of what to give, the judges should have an expectation of what we're supposed to give. And our heart and soul and should be on the focus of the athlete because there's nothing better 
than the right person winning that should win. Everything wrong with the wrong person winning when they should not have. And it really takes away from everything because even the layman can see a, a, a well-formed physique. Now, granted, I've seen where there's been great physiques in the wrong category, but that's yes. on the judge as well. So, you know, we, we, we might upset some people in the audience if, if that happens, and that'll be on the amateur side. But the pros are going to bring it because they're pros and they're in the right category because they've been winning in the right category. So it, it, we won't have to worry about that on, on, the, uh, on the pro side. But the amateurs, yeah, you might be a little disappointed by our choices. But trust me, we have the criteria already in front of us. We've been reading it. We've been going over it. We've been seeing what is expected of a first-place athlete as compared to a fourth-place athlete. So, you know, don't don't have to worry about that. But if you find where we got it wrong and then you find out later we got it right, I expect an apology because I'm sick of you guys sending me all these messages, being all mean and stuff, And when I, I did what I was supposed to do because I read the criteria. So get off my back. And you too can read the criteria. It it's public, so you can go if you go ahead out there and go Google, go to the website right now, the interweb, the internet, the social mediums. Well, not the social mediums as Kaylin likes to call them because it might not be there. But go to the internet and Google IMBA PNBA judging criteria, and yeah. it'll pull it up for men. It'll pull it up for women. Click on either one of those. You should get a full list. And you can click through it and read. And, in fact, if you're competing, you this is the, one of the first stops you should make. And then go to the gym and then do your meal prep. But look at what the criteria is for your particular category and match it. Make sure, make sure you're ready to meet everything that's listed. And then go for there it. You go. And if you've done that and the judges still miss it, then that is on the judges. But if you haven't done yes. that and you're sending nasty notes to Kaylin, knock it off. Stop it. Yes. Don't do it. Shameful. Ought to be ashamed. <laughs> you're the reason he's drinking double doses of Snickerdoodle every day. There you go. Trying to go over the hurt. Going outside of my house in pain and misery. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. All right, Dennis. what do you think about the, the, the 10,000 as a bikini competitor? What do you think this will do for bikini athletes in the future? And what other category? Because I see men's classic physique uh, reaching that kind of payout as well because that's one of the, the categories on the men's side that is growing leaps and bounds. And we've got some phenomenal athletes. Uh, Jamal and Richie Lopez come to mind. We had him as, as a, a guest for our, our updates on the winners from last uh, show that we talked about. We yes, have but his name is not Jamal Lopez. They're just big. Go ahead. <laughs> I would say his name is not Jamal Lopez, just in case we were thinking it was Jamal and Richie Lopez. Two different yes. athletes. They're not married. <laughs> but they're both phenomenal. As the point that Caleb Jamal made. Williams and Richie Lopez. And Richie Lopez. There we have it. That's um, not even included. Brian Delirio, so I'd love to see him make it out to this region. And, and I step know. On. 
I know. I mean, I wish there were a way to duplicate this for every single class because really men's class of physique is grown by leaps and bounds, but men's physique is right up there uh, as far as women's bikini, as far as exploding numbers and actually bodybuilding. I mean, every category deserves its due. And when you have payouts that big, I think it just makes the pros even more serious. Yes. And you oh, yeah. start seeing more of them. So if, if payouts could increase to those levels, A, it would just elevate natural bodybuilding to begin with because that's one of the main arguments we always come up against for on the enhanced side is that they have more not notoriety, they have bigger payouts, there's just more opportunity. All right, if yeah. you say so. But now, yeah. you know, the natty side, they're they're – starting to level the playing field a little bit. You got Iron Man magazine. You there know, you we're, go. We're Damn seeing the top. We're starting. We're still on the upward climb with this, but you know, with the ten thousand dollar bikini payout, I think that just the bigger the opportunity for the win, the amount of money that's being put out there, it just gets the pros to be more serious. You see more of them showing up. I think you would have more amateurs that to earn their pro card and then fizzle out, I think you might see more of them start to say, well, at least I want to compete in one pro show. Um, we might have more longevity along those lines. You might have more consistency of pros from year to year. Granted, you know, you still have to have your off seasons and this and that, and, you know, maybe you don't hit the same circuit every single year, but you just might see more of certain athletes if, if the motive, if the right motivation was there, and, and money can motivate a lot of people, no doubt. But you know, also, you know, like everything that was said against natural bodybuilding is now being shown to be an error because the people that wanted to leave still left. The Iron Man magazine is not new to this year, and yet you had people saying they weren't getting the notoriety. So basically, you know, the the, the proof came out. And the people that were wanting to do whatever they did, you know, chasing after the drug thing, is is basically shown that that's what they had all along. And I, I'm glad that truth came to light because we got the we got the best of the best natural athletes as, instead of the people who were ready to jump ship. Now I'm not saying all of them had that in mind, but the ideology was still understood that this is what was happening. So you know, when you have shows of this caliber. They were in the making if we would just give it a time. Now, the one thing I am going to say, support, 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 because this doesn't happen by somebody just constantly coming up with the money. If we have people that are supporting it more and more, then those payouts can grow more and more. And we yep. have to support our own. And that's the one thing I've really had issues with is how the mayhem is this weekend and the only person still really sharing it, other than Leaf himself, and you know, of course, Midwest Muscle and P4P, is the athletes that are competing. I am very saddened that this hasn't been ginormous because ten thousand dollars at a show to one category, this is a first, and yet we don't have more of our own sharing it. So I'm, I'm saddened and disappointed that we always cry for, you know, having more, bigger, and better, 
But when it comes to supporting, we don't do more, we don't go bigger, and we don't do better. So, you know, we we have to hold our own up. We are supposed to be supporting our natural athletes, and I'm very disappointed right now with what I'm seeing because it's just not out there the way it should be. The people that are competing should be the last ones sharing this information, and sadly, they're solely the only ones that are doing so. So, you know, we got to hold up our end a little bit better because they deserve it. I mean, as natural athletes, Mm -hmm. when you compete, you want that support. So when other natural athletes are competing, especially with something this groundbreaking, we should be more supportive. Amen to that. I couldn't have said it better. And, and frankly, I don't think I have anything to add to that. So well, there get you out go. There. Check out Leith Anderson's page or Everett Anderson's page or Minnesota Mayhem Natural Bodybuilding Championships and get out there and share something. Share something. Just do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. Leaf is constantly putting out content, good content. Always have something Emotional going. Emotional content. Share it and share it and share it. Oh, here we go. Get live stream access to watch the whole Natty Revolution. That would be a great thing to share. Right there. Yes. Right there. Do it. Right there. Yeah. I love the way you share it right there. I love the way you share it right there. And I'm going to share it right now on my page. Right there, the live stream, you're going to be able to find it. And uh, it's coming. It's coming in just a couple minutes here. So go ahead, Kaylin. Wrap us up while I'm typing and sharing. (laughs) What is going on? There's a car. When I I was talking about supporting, we definitely have to be there for our own and we we shouldn't have to be competing in a show to speak well of it. And we shouldn't have to place as a winning circle to speak well, love it, well of it afterwards. So, you know, I, I think there's more as athletes that we need to do, as judges, as we need to do, because we can't talk about a show or to the competitors before the show, but we can definitely speak out after it's done without trashing or speaking down about anyone who's competed. Uh, we need to speak more life. As children of God, we're supposed to speak life in all that we say and do. So I, I'm really, you know, aghast sometimes when I see uh, anyone of God speaking poorly of another human being because we're actually commanded not to do so. But beside that fact, we're still supposed to be more supportive of who we are. I've seen people that didn't agree with the win. I myself have been one of those people. Until I saw the pictures and realized, oh, crap, boy, I sure am glad I kept my mouth shut. So, you know, let's be more supportive of each other. Uh, We are brothers and sisters off the stage. We're actually brothers and sisters on the stage. And we can be just as supportive of the people we like as well as the people we don't know. If they are in the winning circle, there's a reason they were up there. And if you don't like where it, what it was did, what, what, how it came out, then privately message the judge and ask yourself because maybe there's something you missed. One of the things that I definitely learned early on is, you know, a, a good competitor being in the wrong category. I, I said, wow, they look phenomenal. But when you look at the criteria, especially sitting in the judge's seat, it's 
hands and shoulders wrong. They should not be there. And, you know, basically that phenomenal look not fitting that category ensures that they won't win. I I remember uh, Meshach at the Windy City uh, Natural when he did uh, Men's Classic Physique, and he was just not in the right spot, and Mm. it cost him. And, and, you know, he, he accepted that. He said, well, you know, I gave it a shot to see what they were looking for. Now that I know, I know this isn't for me. And he took it like a professional. Instead of being like, uh, you know, trashing uh, Brian McCabe's show and saying, you know, he should have won, he basically did exactly what he was supposed to do. He had a question if he could do it. He found out that he couldn't, and then he moved on. But he still supported the show. He still supported the, the athlete. And he gave all the accolades that they deserved because uh, I think that was the one Terrence Terrell won, and he had a, he, he definitely earned it. But, you know, he, he was speaking well of it even though he didn't win. And I think that's what more athletes need to do when they're not in the circle or even in the top three. So let's be more supportive of each other as brothers and sisters, and we don't have to win to be winners. And I say that in, in, in truth and in earnest. What do you think of that? I yes, that's what I think about that. So much yes. So much yes, Kaylin. There's just so yes. much yes. On. Amen. Yeah. Just so much yes. I'm gonna start using that. It's gonna be one of my. You know, I've come up, uh, not come necessarily come up with, but uh, come across oh, come, some pretty good ideas that we make up. You come up with some good stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using hashtag so much yes. I'm gonna find a way to use that. I, you know, it's just okay. fun that way. Life It'll is more work. fun with hashtags. It'll work. Yes. Just hashtags. Yes. We're gonna come up with that one too. Life <laughs> is more fun with hashtags. Life is more fun with hashtags. Fact, the post I just posted on my Facebook page. You can find it at Desiree Fletcher Carruthers or Midwest Muscle, as I uh, just shared. Um, about the uh, live stream, the live stream link, so you can where you can find that. I'm going to put a hashtag so much yes on that post here in a little there bit. There you go. In a little bit. Um, I got tied up while I was out here sharing things about a post about body shaming. We might have to have another show on that. Yeah, we will. Because it's, uh, it's getting pretty bad. And, I, you know, with this time of fear, anger, and frustration, the the kickback we've been getting for gyms being open is really amazing because I thought, you know, people that were getting healthier was a good thing, but it seems like people are so afraid that it's irrelevant, you know, what the purpose is. If you're not doing the guidelines that they feel you should be adhering to, that they're really coming down and cracking down on anyone. And I found no such content for the, the, the seed, what what I don't know the marijuana dispensaries I've found no such content for the the alcohol sales I've found no such content for people going to the stores but it seems like if you can get a little niche out and really go after them they're doing it because they're almost like the bully system and it's getting frightening what what's happening to this country and this nation because the the constant living in fear is starting to become overwhelming for them. And it saddens me that it's getting to this point, and we should not be there. And we should not. Mental health fallout is coming, y'all. You just wait and see. So, well, there you go. with that being said, let's end on a cheery note. That's all note, I got, last, note last word for tonight. 
Well, I know I'm taking my canister of uh, Snickerdoodles to be signed by uh, Laura Bird, uh, Matt Cordy, and uh, Matt McClure if they're there. So hopefully I will. And I also have a very nice towel for you that I'll be bringing. All right. I can't wait. Surprises galore. So on behalf of everyone who is behind the hashtag so much, yes, Kayla and myself, <laughs> And the boys at P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. Which they could do.